Hello and welcome to the GDPR Community Podcast, Episode 2. Each week we cover the latest news and interesting updates from around the world on data protection. We pick one story for each day of the week leading up to the release of the podcast to talk about further. This week we will cover the 27th of May until the 4th of June 2020. This week the pandemic continues and it means many people are still locked down and self-isolated. This week there have been protests for the Black Lives Matter movement and we hope that they do help promote change and accountability. Once we've covered the dates in this week, I'll be back at the end to give you an update on the GDPR community opinion question. For more information on any of the stories, please check out the website. You can find links to everything I've talked about in the show on the show notes. But for now, let's get the podcast started and thank you for listening. Wednesday the 27th of May 2020, France moves forward with its contact tracing app. France isn't relying on Apple and Google's contact tracing API. They have instead opted for a group of research institutes and private companies to put together a separate solution. The solution they've come up with is a contact tracing app called Stop COVID. France's data protection watchdog has released its second review of the contact tracing app and has approved it. The app, which is backed by the France government, has already faced some controversy over how it works. It runs a centralized contact tracing protocol called Robert. Robert is not an anonymous system. It relies on pseudonymization. Pseudonymization is a strongly encouraged safeguard under GDPR. However, it still means that you have to trust your government isn't collecting too much information and that it doesn't plan to put names on the permanent IDs. Thursday the 28th of May 2020, Bank of America Corporation has suffered a data breach. The breach was revealed in a filing made by Bank of America with the California Attorney General's Office. Information was exposed as other small business administration authorized lenders and their vendors were able to view clients' private information. The clients are based out in the US, so GDPR would not be applicable, but the data that was exposed included personal information. Friday the 29th of May 2020, one of the world's largest telecoms and IT service companies, Nippon Telegraph and Telephone, otherwise known as NTT, has stated that attackers have stolen data from its internal systems, affecting over 600 customers. NTT Group is the 64th biggest company in the world, according to the Fortune 500 list. They provide cloud and network data center services to some of the world's largest companies. They have stated, they have been breached. 
NTT says hackers have gained access to its internal network and stolen information on 621 customers from its communication subsidiary, NTT Communications. The hack took place on May 7th and NTT says it became aware of the intrusion four days later on May the 11th. Saturday the 30th of May 2020 Finland's DPA imposes three fines for companies for data protection violations. The first one was to the leading postal service operator in Finland. The violation concerned giving insufficient information on data protection rights. They had not informed the data subjects of their rights. Specifically, the right to object the disclosure of data in connection with making change of address notifications. They were fined a total of 100,000 euros. The second fine was to a company responsible for water supply management and water treatment in Finland. They were fined for neglecting to conduct a DPIA, a data protection impact assessment, and they were fined 16,000 euros. The third company was fined for the unnecessary collection of personal data, a total of 12,500 euros. This was the first time that the board in Finland imposed fines. The board has the right to impose 4% of the company's turnover and up to 20 million euros. Sunday the 31st of May 2020. Privacy campaigners are preparing a legal challenge to the NHS's contact tracing programme as concerns grow about the amount of contact data that will be collected and retained by the government. The Open Rights Group has instructed the data rights lawyer Ravi Naik to draft a letter outlining its concerns after Public Health England said it would retain personally identifiable information and data of those who tested positive for up to 20 years. Newly employed contact tracers have been tasked with interviewing people who test positive for coronavirus and to ask if they came into close contact with anyone two weeks before becoming infected. GDPR community supports the Black Lives Matter movement. Black Lives Matter is an international human rights movement that campaigns against violence and systemic racism towards black people. We stand in solidarity and hope for change and a brighter, more inclusive future. Monday the 1st of June 2020 Medical researchers in the UK no longer need consent to access your medical records. If you live in the UK and have contacted the NHS with any coronavirus related health concerns, your data is now being used for research. This is regardless of whether you have previously tried to stop this happening by requesting to use the national data opt-out service. Data being used may include your medical records or anything collected by healthcare providers in relation to your care. Researchers in universities, government and also private companies are using it to scrutinise the way the virus is transmitted, how the disease progresses 
and help analyze which treatment options are most effective. Using this data during a time of public emergency may seem reasonable to many people, but this does not avoid the fact that many of us view our medical records as something private. So people will be concerned that their data is being shared without their consent. Tuesday the 2nd of June 2020 As people remain in lockdown, the reliance on online shopping has increased. Supermarkets in the UK are experiencing a massive growth in sales. Online shopping does bring shoppers face-to-face with a variety of cybersecurity risks. According to a new report from Mimecast, cybercriminals continue to set up fake domains to impersonate popular supermarket brands like Tesco, Asda and Amazon. The fake sites are set up to lure online shoppers into sharing their personal and financial information. The fact that these three brands had 2.5 billion site visits in April alone makes them prize targets for impersonation attacks. Wednesday the 3rd of June 2020 Most companies suffered a cloud data breach in the past 18 months according to a new survey. 300 chief information security officers participated in the survey. They stated their top concerns associated with cloud production environments were Security misconfiguration Lack of adequate visibility into access settings and activities And finally Identity and Access Management Permission Errors Thursday the 4th of June 2020 Updates from data protection authorities are often after they have fined a company for not meeting GDPR So it's nice for a change to get some good news The Danish Data Protection Authority announced that the beer company, Carlsberg's recruitment practices, are compliant with GDPR. Carlsberg dubs itself as the best beer in the world and it had a comprehensive audit on the Data Protection Authority in Denmark. The audit focused on Carlsberg's retention and deletion of personal data of unsuccessful applicants collected in connection with recruitment for employment. You can read the decision in full and further details about the audit on the website now. Okay, so that's the week. We covered stories from the 27th of May to the 4th of June this week. I hope you found that useful. There's only one part left and that's to cover the GDPR community opinion question. So each week we ask the community a question on our LinkedIn page. This week we ask the community, how comfortable are you with your data, including your location, being used to address the spread of coronavirus with contact tracing apps? Over half the people that responded voted very uncomfortable. 
Not a good sign considering how much emphasis is being put on the app as a viable solution by the government. We also had some really valuable insights from the community calling out concerns about how the data will be used and trust issues. You can read these and the full results of the poll on the blog now. The next question is live and we asked the community how many times have they been contacted following a data breach? If you've not already voted, please do get involved. The link is included in the show notes. And with that, I'd like to close out episode two. Again, I want to thank you all for listening. And until next week, stay safe. GDPR community remembers the 1984 Sikh massacre. To all of the Sikh community, Satnam Wahiguru.